Hello, Tea Crew, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tea Talk with Shah. Today, we're going to be talking about all the trending topics all over social media and the internet. And we're also going to be doing a deep dive into the dark side of Instagram modeling. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Stay tuned. All right, Tea Crew, we got to get straight into the tea because, as always, the tea is piping hot. And this last week and weekend, it was just wild. So let's get into it. So first, Nicki's tea party. Um, As everyone well knows, Nicki Minaj has taken back to her radio platform, Queen Radio, where she gets on and discusses things that are heavy on her mind and kind of just, you know, talks about new projects she has coming up, people that she wants to discuss and any topic really on Queen Radio, and it is back. Well, last night, she told her fans that she was ready to spill some tea and she was going to have Nikki's tea party. And boy, was it explosive. Let's get into some of the things. I probably won't even be able to cover everything that was discussed, but let's get into some of the things. So Nikki basically exposed a lot of the rap girls via blind items which are items that describe the person, the situation. If you're familiar with it, you would probably know who she was referring to. But if you're not, you may not know who she was referring to. So she did not call anyone by name. It's important to say that. And, you know, so it's kind of a way to say what you want to say without completely saying it. But we'll get into that at the end. So let's just talk about some of the allegations. Megan Thee Stallion, it was rumored that she had been accused of, you know, being a functioning alcoholic, that she has a severe drinking problem, and that she had basically told Nicki Minaj to um, consider her options with her pregnancy, read between the lines, people, I don't want to get demonetized. Um, and so at the end of the day, that was something that really affected her and bothered her. She also accused Nicki Minaj of not promoting the plan B remix that just came out with little Kim. I'll get into that more at the end as well. Um, but let's just get into these allegations. Next, Lakeisha and Croy LeRae were on the chopping block because they were unfollowed by Nicki Minaj yesterday before she went live for the tea party. And it was basically because they made comments about the queen mix and how people sometimes move funny in Hollywood. After these comments were tweeted out, Nicki Minaj went ahead and unfollowed both of them. Okay. The next person here is Gracelle. Um, Bouvier from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she's also an actress, you know, fancy from the Jamie Foxx show. And she was a host on The Real. Well, Nikki went after her for her um, interview of Jennifer Huff, which is uh, the victim of her husband, Kenneth Petty's convicted rape um, case. And she basically said, you know, you were now you're on social media begging people not to attack your son on social media. Um, Whereas when it came to my son and my son's father, you were quick to have a, um, you know, to have his victim on the reel. And basically, you know, that would hurt my son, I guess she was trying to say. Um, All right, let's get into the next one. (laughs) Oh, and then she continued her beefs with Asian Brat 
and Cardi B. She basically just said, you know, she doesn't see it for Asian Brat. You know, she's never going to pop off. Um, and then, you know, she always says that Cardi B doesn't keep that energy when she's around her in public because since everything has happened um, at that gala party years ago, they have been in spaces together and there's been no incident. Um, so Nikki was like, you know, just keep that energy when you see me in public. And, you know, that caused an uproar. So let's just go through and I'll just give my opinion on each. For the Make the Stallion thing, May confronted that head on and she said that she's absolutely never made any comments to Nikki about a pregnancy or anything like that and that it's a lie that she's an alcoholic. So Megan just outright dismisses um, the claims that were made against her by Nicki Minaj. Um, Lakeisha and Croy LeRae, I don't think I saw anything. I think Lakeisha went back and basically tried to clear up um, what she had said, her tweet, but it was kind of too late. It was what it was and people took it how they took it. Croy LeRae just continued to talk about, you know, how she was labeled a TikTok artist, but she's been able to parlay that into being an artist artist. Um, and she really just didn't say anything. I think honestly, their friendship relationship, work relationship, whatever it was, had ran its course. I think, you know, Nikki did the Blick Blick record. They did the video together. Uh, Croy allegedly was upset that she went ahead and put out another single the next week. And, you know, she feels like that could have hurt her chances at really blowing up the Blick Blick song. Um, and so she felt a way about that. And so I don't really think that she was bothered that Nikki unfollowed her and that the relationship has kind of come to an end. For the Graysell stuff, I really just don't understand how she got to be, I guess, from watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and kind of getting into that drama. But I feel like Graysell didn't do anything more than Adrian Bailon or Jeannie Mai or Lonnie Love or anybody else that was on The Real at the time. She was a host on The Real. Jennifer Hill was a guest on The Real and Gracelle was just doing her job. I don't understand how she's any more responsible than the producers, the you know people that go and book the talent for The Real, anything like that. Like I just don't understand how she's the one who's solely responsible when there were a lot of people involved with that interview. That just came off as as odd to me. Um, and then, you know, of course, Akbar and JT defending Nikki. Listen, Akbar especially, like, this is her first major look in the rap industry. She's going to go down with the ship, <laughs> so to speak, when it comes to Nicki Minaj. So I definitely understand her. She flat out just said it. She was like, if you have a problem with Nicki Minaj, you have a problem with me. So she has chosen sides. Uh, you know, she's chosen sides. JT has also chosen sides. She defended Nicki Minaj. She defended her collaboration with Nicki Minaj. And she said, you know, she's just doing her thing. She's in love. You know, she's dating Uzi. She's on tour right now with Carisha. The City Girls are on tour and she has a Nicki feature and life's good. That's basically how she looks at it. Um, overall, I just think, you know, Queen Radio is definitely a way for Nicki to bring publicity to whatever she has going on. She has a new single out um with young blue you know she has all these remixes of um super freaky girl to promote so she's out here you know just promoting the things of the things like i said on the instagram page and what i would really love from all of the girls is no more singles can we please get a full-length album that we can listen to and really compare i mean i know how the industry does it we had a whole 
deep dive about how the industry now, if you don't have a hit viral single, they will not green light your album. But I want an album. I don't want any more singles. I want an album from these girls so we can really compare and contrast what's going on. Megan put out an album, you know, Koi put out an album, but I really want like an album album from Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Like as a fan, <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> Not that anybody asked, but anyway, that's enough of that. That was the tea party. Let me know what you guys think about all that tea. Do you think that there were some blind items that I missed? Let me know what you thought about um, that episode of Queen Radio and what happened. All right, let's get into the next topic. Queen Elizabeth II has died at 96. Um, she had a very complex legacy and to say the least, and that caused a lot of people to, you know, go to social media and express their feelings after her passing. Now, you know, Queen Elizabeth is the monarch of, um, of England. And because of that, she has basically been involved in the situation of a lot of colonizing, a lot of death, a lot of genocide. They have a lot of blood on their hands as a royal family. You know, her crown and scepter contained stolen jewels from their many quote-unquote conquests. Um, You know, it's just, you know, colonization, if you're not familiar, um, for whatever reason, look look into that and, and really understand what it means to colonize another country. Basically, you know, raping it of its riches and all its exportables, taking a tax against it. And really, it doesn't allow um, for a country to to grow properly the way it should. And it's, you know, colonization at this day and age should definitely be over, but it's definitely something that is still occurring in our modern society. So I can definitely understand why people felt the way they felt. Now, there were other people who basically said, don't speak ill of the dead. We talked about this when Kevin Samuels died. Is it appropriate to speak ill of the dead after they've already gone? Isn't that enough to just, you know, leave it where it is because the person is deceased? (sighs) Y'all know how I feel. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, she can't defend herself and she wasn't defending herself when she was still alive, right? She stood by the monarchy. She stood by the crown. She wasn't going to speak ill of the crown while she was alive. And so, you know, she, we all knew where she stand, where she stood at that point. Now, as far as her having actual loved ones that her grandkids and her son and her aunts, you know, her uncle, you know, her family, I'll say aunts and uncles. She was so old. I don't think she had aunts and uncles anymore, but just the people that were actually related to her by blood, um, out of respect for them, you know, maybe, but they, they understand what it is too. They're also Royals and they understand where people are coming from. I think it's to be expected. Um, I don't think the monarchy is going anywhere anytime soon. So if people want to voice their opinions or what they feel on it, then it's completely up to them. And, um, it's also worth noting that she'll probably be the last queen in our lifetime, Um, she is succeeded by her son, King Charles, and he will be succeeded by his son, uh, Prince William. So there won't be a queen probably in our lifetime again. She was the last one. All right, let's get into the next topic here. Disney releases trailer, uh, teaser of Halle Berry as the Little Mermaid and people are shook. And by people, I mean me, Halle Berry as 
the little mermaid i'm gonna be honest with y'all when i first saw it i was like oh that's nice you know that's a good look for her and her career but i never thought it was gonna look like this like it looks amazing they have like included her dreads and everything her hair is red but it's like slightly red so it still looks kind of natural the singing of course is there um the casting is just immaculate you know sometimes we don't see it for everybody not that i didn't see it for hallie but it's just when you really see it see it when you see the trailer i'm like that meme i'm waiting underwater <laughs> i am waiting underwater with my snorkel attached for this movie to come out that's how excited i am for it it looks so so good it looks so well done her voice on the songs is just uh, chef's kiss already. I can just tell that it's going to be more of an R&B version. I just, it's giving me Brandy Cinderella for the kids of today. It really is. And, you know, more than that, it just, it makes me happy that they're casting more black and brown people for these roles because it's so important for these kids growing up to see positive images especially with dreads i don't think we've ever had a princess a disney princess that had natural hair um it's, it's just things that you know kids need to see themselves in their tv shows and their cartoons in their live action films because representation matters and you need to feel you know, that sense of inclusion and belonging, um, especially as a child, but even for adults, it's important. So I'm really glad that they're doing this. It just looks like it's going to be a slam dunk. So I really, really, really cannot wait for this movie. Congratulations to Hallie, the whole team and everyone involved. All right, let's go on to the next topic here. Candy's cousin, Melvin, um, that was featured in Candy and the Gang, that was just, I think that was like last spring or summer that they did Candy and the Gang on Bravo, was shot last week uh, near her steakhouse restaurant, Blaze. Now, they were having a training on September 8th. Melvin was in attendance with some other workers, and apparently a heated argument caused a shooting to break out. Now, Melvin is okay. He posted to social media that he did have a wound on his arm and he did post the gun wound, but he is okay and of course stable. Um, the other person left the restaurant before police arrived and there's no more um, information on the suspect at this time or if Melvin will even be pressing charges. Now, this is crazy. Candy took to her social media with a, a post of a gospel post, you know, talking about, you know, God protect my family and, you know, it's always. There's a, it's, you know, basically saying, you know, it's always something, but at least Melvin is okay. Um, but when Candy got this restaurant, there was a lot of critics. There was a lot of people saying that they put an upscale steak and seafood restaurant in an area that was known for a lot of crime. And people blamed this on Todd. I remember this distinctly that people said, you know, they're in a restaurant group, but it's mostly Todd that's making these decisions for the restaurant while Candy focuses on Real Housewives and Bedroom Candy and going back on tour and doing shows with Escape and doing all this stuff. So this is really Todd's baby as it relates to who is spearheading the restaurant tour group. So when he picked this property, a lot of people did have these concerns. Firstly, going to an area um, like this for a high class dining experience, you know, Blaze uh, Seafood is not that cheap. It's very expensive 
um, and to have people pay top dollar and then have to basically dodge bullets to get inside your restaurant, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. Also, the workforce that you're going to hire is usually right around where the restaurant is located. And this person uh, was an alleged staff member or trying to be a staff member for whatever reason, whoever they were, they were at the training. So they were affiliated with the restaurant as a staff member or somebody. Um, and that may be why we don't have any details about this person and why Melvin is not pressing charges. It might be somebody that they knew. We don't know all the details, but this is just something that I'm sure people are going to blame on Todd, but it's definitely something you want to think about when you're starting a new business, just because the real estate is so cheap and the neighborhood is turning around does not mean it's completely turned around and you'll be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish with that space. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right, so let's get into the next topic. India Royale and Lil Dirk have split after several years together and a daughter. India posted on her social media that she's a free agent. And, you know, the sleuths went through and noticed that she was no longer following Dirk on social media. You know, another one bites the dust. I feel bad for this couple. I did like this couple. Um, I was really happy for their engagement and it just seemed like they were getting along really well. They've been getting along for the longest time. Um, India seems to understand what it means to be with someone who's, you know, super famous and, you know, the, the guy that every girl wants. Um, I think they'll get back together. I think they'll get back together. I don't think that this will be a long break, but I just think sometimes, you know, as a woman, you got to put your foot down. I don't know what happened in particular, but it seems like one of those things that he may have gotten caught out there. Um, and allegedly he's been caught out there in the past. So it might be, you know, wraps for them, but I think that they will, you know, give it another go. Um, but it's hard. It's hard to date somebody in the public eye. It's hard to date someone that everyone wants. Um, and he's hot right now and he's predicted to be hot for the next few years. So it's just a lot to put on yourself when you have to trust someone, um, who is, is always in the public eye and who everybody kind of wants a piece of. Now Dirk did, um, I think somebody, one of the women tried to shoot her shot now that Dirk is single and he did let her know that he is not interested. So it doesn't seem like he's moving on to anything serious in the next uh, few months and weeks. Um, but it does seem like, you know, that they have called it quits for the time being. All right, everyone, this has been the trending topics. Stay tuned for our sports report hello 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 out there and welcome to the sports update with j rob today i will be covering week one of the nfl season so let's get started the tampa bay buccaneers defeated the dallas cowboys the buccaneers went on the road and got the victory the Kansas City Chiefs blew out the Arizona Cardinals. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes completed 30 passes for 360 yards and five touchdowns. The New York Giants beat the Tennessee Titans. After being held scoreless in the first half, the Giants outscored the Titans 21-7 in the second half. The Minnesota Vikings defeated the Green Bay Packers. Vikings wide receiver Justin 
Jefferson caught nine passes for 184 yards and two touchdowns. The Los Angeles Chargers beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert completed 26 passes for 279 yards and three touchdowns. The Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Detroit Lions. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts threw for 243 yards and rushed for 90 yards and a touchdown. The Indianapolis Colts tied the Houston Texans. Four quarters and one overtime period was not enough time to decide this AFC South matchup. The Cleveland Browns beat the Carolina Panthers. Browns running back Nick Chubb had 22 carries for 141 yards. The Chicago Bears defeated the San Francisco 49ers. After not scoring in the first half, the Bears outscored the 49ers 19-3 in the second half. The Washington Commanders beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Commanders quarterback Carson Wentz completed 27 passes for 313 yards and 4 touchdowns. The Miami Dolphins defeated the New England Patriots. The Dolphins beat the Patriots twice last season and they're trying to duplicate that this season. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Cincinnati Bengals. This exciting AFC North matchup went to overtime. The Baltimore Ravens destroyed the New York Jets. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson completed 17 passes for 213 yards and three touchdowns. The New Orleans Saints beat the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints kicker Will Lutz made a 51-yard field goal with 19 seconds left in the fourth quarter to win the game. And finally, the Buffalo Bills blew out the Los Angeles Rams. Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs caught eight passes for 122 yards and one touchdown. And this has been the Sports Update with J-Rob. Have an amazing week. All right, T-Crew, let's get into my favorite part of the podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the dark side of Instagram modeling. Now, shout out to Sherelle's world over there on Instagram and especially on YouTube. She covered this as part of Hot Topics one day. And I was like, I definitely want to cover this at some point because my audience is a lot of people that are my age between the ages of, I think, 25 and 34 is our highest demographic. And these are the women um, that are getting involved in Instagram modeling and doing it as a livelihood. So I was like, this is definitely an issue that I want to talk about as a um, as a deep dive topic. So basically, Instagram modeling is is twofold. So the first being just people, basically influencers, right? They get on Instagram, they have sponsored posts, they sell flat tummy tea, they sell clothing, they sell, you know, bracelets and different hair and all types of waist trainers and stuff like that. You're getting on your platform. You have a platform because you're influencing on makeup or you're influencing on fashion. You're influencing on designer bags or shoes or whatever your niche is. Um, and you're getting these sponsors to pay you because you have the followers and they have a product that they want you to push to your followers. That's the first part of Instagram modeling. 
which to me is is pretty much harmless. I mean, you always want to check your contracts. You want to check your deals. You want to make sure you're getting as much as they're getting out of the deal. But what I want to talk about today is a little more serious or a lot more serious. And that's the second side of Instagram modeling where you're basically posting yourself <laughs> as a model and your Instagram page is more like an ad, right? These are the girls that are getting flued out. These are the girls that are getting called on to come to parties and make it pop. These are the girls that are going out of town and and meeting up with these celebrities. And that's the kind of Instagram modeling that I'll be discussing today. Um, and what I want to cover, why I want to cover it again is because you guys, this demographic of people that listen to this podcast are the people that fall victim to these things. And unfortunately, some of these young women and young men are not coming home. And it's a really, really big issue. And that's why we need to talk about it. So the first portion here, getting flown out. Now, everyone talks about this in rap songs and it's the pinnacle, right? It's the pinnacle of I'm beautiful. I'm sought after. People are definitely checking for me. I don't have to pay for my flights anymore. I'm getting flown out to different cities. Well, that's all well and good. But when you get flown out, it is definitely, definitely, definitely a safety concern. A, because you're not booking your own flights. You do not have, um, a lot of times they get flown out without a return flight because the person wants to know, you know, that you're going to hold up your end of the bargain, you know, in air quotes, and that everything goes smoothly before they book you a flight home. You may be deserted in that city, whatever city you get flown out to. I'll never forget they had like a stripper bowl. I think it was during the Super Bowl or the weekend of the Super Bowl. And they flew all these dancers out. They danced. They made all this money. And then these pictures went viral of these dancers in the airport waiting, you know, just in the airport lounges in between gates and sitting on the floor and all this stuff, waiting for someone to fly them back home because they had no return flights and all that money they were promised, all that money that was hitting the floor, all that money they had been working for all weekend, they touched barely any of it and couldn't even fly themselves home. So it's definitely a safety concern. Um, and it's definitely something that you need to kind of be aware of where you're flying to, who's picking you up from the airport, what their intentions are. You have to get all that squared away before you even get on that plane, because it's not all fun and games. It's not a free trip. When you get flown out, people are expecting something and it can become dangerous if everybody's not on the same page. Um, and that takes us to the next thing, special requests. A lot of people feel like it's going to be wine, dine, a little of this, a little of that. Um, you guys know what I mean. Some of these requests are really, really degrading. They're things that you may not want to do. And because you're out of the country in some cases, especially when you're out of the country, but even if you're out of your city, you're out of your element and you don't know anyone else there, you may feel pressure to comply because you don't know anything else and you don't really realize, you don't know and realize how you're going to get home if you don't complete these requests. So it can be really dangerous. I know a lot of people are like, I'm young, I'm with it, I'm about this life, like nothing really bothers me. Yeah, you don't know that until you get a request that you just do not want to do. And then you're sitting in an unfamiliar hotel room trying to figure out how you're going to get home. I recommend that everybody that lives kind of lifestyle keep themselves a nice high limit credit card because if things go left, you need to be able to get yourself out of that situation. 
Never turn over your personal documents. Never turn over your passport. Never turn over your license. Never turn over your phone. Ever. If they're asking you to do stuff like that, politely turn away. Take that emergency credit card. Book yourself a flight home and get out of that situation. Then we talk about possible exposure. So say everything goes well. You know, you were a hot girl for three or five years. Now you're ready to settle down. You've accumulated some wealth. You've, you know, parlayed that money into some businesses. You're selling hair. You're doing your thing. You no longer need to be part of this world. You basically caught a lick and you're on a come up. You're ready to go and set out on your own. Now you have the issue of possible exposure. All these men that have ever touched you in the past, messed with you in the past, done anything with you in the past, feel like they can just expose you at any given time. And because you weren't in control of your environment all the time, you don't know what pictures, what videos, what DMs, what messages they have. You're always kind of living on edge that this person would turn around and just expose you and just ruin whatever lifestyle you've been working on since you left the hot girl lifestyle, the instant model lifestyle. You know, and that's something that can definitely ruin the next chapter of what you have planned. And people really don't think that far down the line, but possible exposure, you know, who's to say you don't turn that hair business into a multi-million dollar fashion, hair, makeup line. Now you want to run for state Senate. Now you want to run for Congress. Now you want to be, you know, a city councilwoman. And here comes somebody who's willing who's now down on their luck, used to be rich and balling or whatever, who's now down on their luck, willing to sell tapes, pictures, DMs, anything to embarrass you or the activities that you may have been taking part in, cough, cough, drugs, alcohol, all that stuff, things that you wanted to keep in your past. It won't stay in your past because these people are people you never really knew to begin with. You know what I mean? And then lastly, just to wrap it up, overall safety. I mean, you just have to put your safety in the forefront and you have to think of your loved ones. You have to think of the people who just wouldn't make it in this life without you. If you decide to go out and do your thing and get flown out and go to Dubai and go to Africa and go to wherever and you don't come home, how that would make them feel? I mean, the safety is definitely a concern. And a lot of these rich and powerful people, especially overseas, but in this country too, I mean, we've seen it, Epstein, you know, Weinstein, a lot of rich and powerful people can make things go away. They will never find you. Okay. Got to talk about it. You got to get real. They will never find you. People will look for you. Your family will mourn you and you will just be a statistic. And because of your profile and because of the modeling, everybody will be like, well, that's that's kind of what, you know, that's part of it. So it's important to know these things. It's really important to know these things if you're going to go into this lifestyle. And I just want all of the T crew to be safe and to think about these things because these things can really, really, really affect your life. And you want to 
be able to push on and live another day. It's not that I don't want you guys to have fun. I know you're gorgeous. I know you're fly. I know you're sexy because you listen to this podcast and you're a dope ass woman. Let's talk about it or man, right? But you have to consider your safety. You have to consider your well-being. You have to consider your self-respect. And you really don't need to take this from anybody. There's so many things you could do. I know you're talented. I know you're smart. I know you have many, many, many ways in that brain that'll get you to the bag. It doesn't have to be this. It really doesn't. Um, But if it is, please think about the things that we discussed today in this podcast. Keep them in the back of your mind. Keep your documents, your phone, and your emergency credit card on you at all times. Keep your locations on. Let at least one friend know where you are at all times, no matter where you are, no matter how embarrassing it is. Send them a picture of the person that you're going to be with and send them their information as well. If something goes wrong, you're going to need that. So, you know, take care of yourself. All right, everyone, this has been the deep dive. Stay tuned for our outro comments. Okay, T-Crew, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it was a little bit more deep than other episodes, but I just hope that if it helps at least one person, I'll be happy with that. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast, listening to the podcast, taking um, our polls and engaging in the um, Instagram and Facebook pages. All of that helps to grow our platform and I truly appreciate it. Convict the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. We won't stop until they're behind bars. Have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. And I love you for listening. Bye.